Welcome in audio only edition PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. Uh, it was a quiet Thursday, Bo, until it wasn't. We're recording this on a Thursday night. Um, so Kyler Murray practiced today for the first time since last year, not only practicing, but practicing without an injury designation. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean and how is that significant? Because you and I got a text message from our guy, PHNX Cardinal beat reporter Howard Balzer saying, so if the Cardinals do not designate Kyler with an injury status on Friday, they are forced and have to activate him. Explain to the peeps what's going on, because I think everybody is excited, but at the same time, very confused. Right. I mean, we we're just kind of riding the wave from Wednesday's practice where Kyler Murray, after Week one, he was limited in the practices that he participated in, and he was ruled out of the game on Friday, uh, kind of what you expected. And then when he started his second week since returning to the practice field from Pop, uh, he received a full participation uh, designation. And then on Thursday, you know, after going out there and everything looking the same, like everything looking the status quo since Kyler Murray's return to the practice field during the open portion, he's on the south side of the field working out with the practice squad receivers and tight ends. And it just looks exactly the same as it has the previous four practices. Oh, here comes the old injury report Thursday afternoon with the Baltimore Ravens as well. And Kyler Murray, there's no designation. There's no participation in its place. There's a dash. When you look at the rest of the injury report, you see people that have been, you know, involved in, in part of the injury report. Um, you know, Chris Barnes, DMP, Kevin Strong, DMP, Elijah Wilkinson, DMP, Antonio Hamilton, Zach Pascal, Jalen Thompson, limited. Calvin Beecham's been on here because he still has his hand wrapped and he has to show up on the injury report with that for the last couple of weeks as a full participant. And then there's old dash by Kyler Murray uh, on Thursday. So when this is kind of new, right? Because previous years up until 2023, you didn't, rec- you didn't have to kind of give a participation or a designation to players on an injured list. Yeah. Until they were active until they were on the active roster. It didn't like, it didn't matter. Like they could go out there, practice, they could participate and you didn't have to say, Hey, they play, they practice in a limited capacity. They practice in a full, um, they didn't practice, right? They didn't have to put any of that. But now the NFL has incorporated this, but then they also have this rule where you don't necessarily have to list their participation, but the final day of practice, if you do that, you have to have either the participation and a designation for the game. So anything from doubtful, questionable to probable, right? Uh, if Kyler Murray or an out, uh, if he doesn't have a designation and, and probably a participation, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be first forced to activate Kyler Murray. Like so we're sniffing around. Yeah. yeah. The Cardinals, I, I hope to God that they know this rule. I mean, like well, Howard, Howard confirmed that Howard in the article. Yeah. And, and you, I, I, I highly encourage you because you can listen to this. You can read all of our stuff at PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. Uh, and, and you can see all, all the info on this, but Howard does a great job. Go PHNX.com and really, providing full context of what this means going into today. Like we're going to talk to Jonathan Gannon at nine o'clock an hour before practice. And, you know, he could, he could, you know, drop another JG bomb. like he did on, you know, a, a week from Wednesday. 
where he said, you know, hey, here's the deal. Kyler and Buda are coming back. I don't anticipate that, but, you know, we'll get to ask him a question. But if you want full kind of context of what's going on, Howard Balzer has it outlined very well, succinctly in his article, gophnx.com. I mean, my first thought, though, when this came out was questioning whether or not the Cardinals knew of this rule. Um, And then if they do know, which Howard has confirmed that they know, like, what's the benefit of doing this? Because, you know, we talked about it off air, competitive advantage with Baltimore. Like, I kind of scoff at that. I know you take that seriously, and that's probably what's happening. You're probably right, 90%, 95% F'ing around with the Ravens. But, I mean, the Ravens are a much better team than the Arizona Cardinals, with or without Kyler Murray, respectfully. They just destroyed the Detroit Lions. I know they're a different team on the road. But like preparing for Joshua Dobbs or preparing for Kyler Murray, while it's not apples and oranges, like Kyler Murray also, if he plays this weekend, will have not played a game in almost a calendar year. So like I I understand like maybe Kyler's playing well and then he goes on IR for four weeks and then you screw around like this. But to me, it's just uh, there's two conversations. There's are the football people doing this and then is the Cardinals and their ticket sale people taking advantage of the sweet, sweet propaganda that I've been preaching on our podcast upwards of the last two and a half months, because you bet your sweet ass, the Cardinals and their social media team, which I think does a really good job. They're out there doing eyeball emojis and people working for the Cardinals are, are, you know, making sure everybody knows on the Twitter streets, Kyler Murray didn't have an injury designation. They're not putting out any fires. They're waving those flames, right? They're pumping those flames up. And it's just like, Okay, here we go again. We did this with the flight plan video. We've had a couple of these instances now. I know, Bo. I know you're not you're not on this train. That's fine. People I'm are way on the Twitter. You guys can't see Johnny. He has a. Did you fashion that tinfoil hat just right now? And can you right can you tell uh, the minute I saw? First of all, you, I was out. I was out for a, doing some cardio today. No big deal. And I was out for a jog. And I saw the non-injury designation and I immediately texted Bo and I was like, fraudulent, fraudulent, because the all the little tweets, all the little Twitter tweets coming out basically saying like, ooh, check it. And I'm not talking about fans. Fans can get excited. This podcast, get excited. The team pumping this up when I believe they know damn well he's not going to play Sunday. Come on now. You want to sell tickets against Baltimore? I tweeted this out earlier this week and people were like, well, it's, it's not the same thing. $10 tickets via game time. Love our friends at game time. $500 tickets to the World Series this weekend. I mean, the Cardinals, they want to participate. The Suns, the Diamondbacks, right? Coyotes are playing well to start the season. Cardinals are like, oh, hey, look over here. Kyler doesn't have an injury designation. Am I crazy? Yes. Do you think Jonathan Gannon has an appetite for those types of shenanigans? That, I don't that, I don't understand his benefit of doing this. That... that Joe Suave from the ticket sales <laughs> department, who's going to call you and schmooze you at any opportune time, right? Yeah. Anytime he sees a little sliver, anytime that door is just a little ajar, he's going to hit yeah. up his phone number and say, hey, would you like to renew your season tickets or can we can we upgrade you? What can we The guy trying to upsell you on everything, right? And that's no disrespect. You know, people are out there doing their job, and I appreciate that. But do, you think, do, do you think – and especially this year, my God, one sixteen. You think <laughs> that Jonathan Gannon is going to let that seep into his his roster, into his game planning, into any of that? You th- or I mean, is he I, collaborating? I don't. I, I don't th- no, but I here's what I know. Here's what I think I know. I think here's what most I think everybody. I 
shut the hell up. I think most everybody associated with that team inside that building knows Kyler's status ahead of this weekend. As they prepare, we know people like they prepare materials, they prepare like um, things for the website, you know, press releases, VPs, everybody in communications, public relations, like they're they're kept abreast of everything. So, like the videography department, everybody, it's a finely tuned machine over there. So here, everybody's got to be in the know. Here, here, here's what I can confirm to you in a recent situation a, a week ago. With when Kyler Murray was coming back, a lot of the people in that building weren't told until minutes before Jonathan Gannon walked out for his press conference. I know who, that for a who, fact. Who? Tell me. Tell me some of the people. Can you say well, for some of the people that that prepare the things that you just brought up? Had no idea. Had no idea. It was. It was like okay. Like there was a little, just little uh, impromptu meeting, and I'm sure they were like. I think they were probably given a few minutes. Uh, jump start on you know the media who were going to exp- just about to blast it out you know what Jonathan Gannon was going to tell us and and then everybody else had to get back on 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 just on top of things I mean look there there are people that obviously like they're privy to the information as far as you know so and so is going from the practice squad to the active roster and they'll get a couple minutes heads up and I'm sure the team website gets you know, is privy to some information just a few minutes. But for the most part, you know, they're they're in the dark just as much as we are. They, they really are. Like, I think that, you know, just being around the facility, you could probably put your eye, get your eye, see some things that, that people don't necessarily get to see. But I don't think they they can definitively say anything unless they have, you know, just casual, you know, encounters where, where somebody were to tell them information that they're not supposed to know. So you are a hundred percent in the camp that Jonathan Gannon, Monty Austin, Ford and company, every, let's just say everybody on the football side of things, oh. they, they came up with a, with a strategy that Kyler Murray on Thursday will not have an injury designation for strategic game planning against Baltimore. And then on Friday, we're going to slap him with one, even if it allows them to prepare, like you said on our show, what was that Wednesday or Tuesday, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes out of their day. That's that's the theory you're going to run with. Just think maybe make them think twice, right? We see like and Howard Balzer sent us this uh this little quote from uh Mike McDonald the Ravens DC. This was the Howie question boy. by the 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 media beat there in Baltimore. Quote, "How do you approach game preparations with Kyler Murray practicing fully this week after not playing in all this season as a defensive coordinator?" And uh this is what McDonald said. Well, you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for him. Obviously, there's no reps on tape of him this year in this offensive system. So you have to marry his skill set with what you've seen in the past and what they're trying to do. It's not an easy task. And we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the week. But it's definitely something you have to be ready for if he's out there. And then, you know, I'm sure I don't think that they felt like, OK, Garrett Williams or Buda Baker or anybody else like that has popped up can change the line can change the, the game plan placed yeah. on an injury list and in, an IR a non-football injury or, or Kyler Murray's case pop. Right. I don't think anybody, they said, Hey, that that's worth it to us to put them out there one day. And then the next day, just take them off without a designation. And then we'll make a decision on, on Friday. I mean, I, I, I believe like last week, I don't think you could convince anybody that they were really yeah. realistically going to deploy him 
after being. So we think they'll do this not only this week, but against Cleveland next. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah, because we both. Here's what I'm curious about. And I don't know. And I don't think Howard answered it in his article, even though there's so much info in there and, and so many great details is. Couldn't they do it on a Wednesday? Can they change the days? But this I don't see why not. Why Friday? Could could they like Friday? Do you have to have what his designation is going into the game? I I think I think Cleveland and the Browns defense would see these shenanigans by the Cardinals and roll their eyes next week. I think they would. I think they would be tipped off by this because I I think they know and we both know if he doesn't debut this weekend, he's not debuting against the Cleveland Browns against the number one defense in the NFL on the road. You know, without James Conner, I, I think it's this weekend uh, or or bust until week 10. And I still, you know, feel pretty confident it's going to be I'd two weeks from see, Sunday. What I'd love to see is just a, a back and forth between injured starting quarterbacks. Maybe Deshaun Watson. Maybe they have a little gamesmanship out there. <laughs> Feels like Deshaun Watson's going to make his returning as the Arizona Cardinals next oh, week. Right? Yeah, it's, it sounds like P.J. Walker is going to play this weekend. Here's what, like, it's interesting. I Do you expect going into the facility tomorrow that Kyler Murray, what's his injury designation going to be tomorrow when you go into the facility? I think he's doubtful or questionable. I bet they could, I bet they could even ramp it as a questionable. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it'll be, possible. questionable. Um, I'm trying and to. And if you ask Jonathan Gannon, why wasn't he Bailey. questionable on Thursday? What's he going to say? Bailey, before he was activated, uh, I think he was activated in his second week off of IR when he was designated return his first week, they let him practice. And then he was officially listed as questionable and Garrett Williams was just ruled out and they could very well, I mean, they could rule him out potentially, but you know, I think the ceiling is questionable with, with, you know, this is, chance in hell he's playing. Can I just say, this is so fucking stupid. Can we just, it's frustrating because Cardinal fans are excited and they want to watch him play. Because this team's one in six. Yeah, you don't want anybody to purchase tickets to Sunday with anticipation of Kyle. I, oh, I mean, like, hang on. Go look, fair or not, at the Cardinals tweet pumping this up and the responses underneath. And, like, I, you know, I joke kind of maybe sort of seriously about the propaganda piece. Like, what if, what if somebody's parents, you know, aren't living on Twitter like us as sickos? And they just they follow like five accounts and they see that and they're like oh awesome let's get tickets for little Johnny's birthday this weekend let's get tickets for little Shelly's birthday and then just hey we're gonna go see Kyler Murray's supposed to play this weekend and he doesn't play and it's like that's kind of a bummer the Cardinals kind of led us to believe he was playing I I don't know it's not my favorite thing the team's doing right now but I get it because this team's one and six like if Joshua Dobbs was cooking still this team had won like two of the last three like. <laughs> You can slow play this. The yeah. vibes were good after Dallas. This team is 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 a rough watch right now. They're one and six. They're averaging three, 13, 13 points per game. Yeah, and you can you can't tell me you can't tell me there's not a red step redheaded stepchild syndrome going on right now with what's happened with the Diamondbacks and how hot the Suns are. I know they just lost the Lakers, but like you don't want to be irrelevant in this market. And I, I the Cardinals are are a big boy franchise when they have their franchise quarterback, so that the Cardinals want to make. Make it known, like, hey, look, look at, look at over here. It's just, it's like you're ringing the bell. It's like the shiny toy. Come look at us. When all actuality, it just, it feels like the stuff before the season started. When you try to get people to renew their tickets, it feels a little disingenuous. And that's me saying, like, 
go, I go to Cardinal games with or without Kyler Murray. I would go and get cheap tickets. I take my kids, but I also want people to be led with correct information, not perceived misinformation. Bo, it's a cry wolf situation. Like you can't do this beyond this week. You really can't. If if you because well, it's not a home game, so it's irrelevant to them next week. Well, yeah, but at the same, I mean, just across the league, it's they're gonna look. They're gonna if they try to pull off this again or, or try to get the the Browns to fall for it, the, the 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 league will probably ratio them in a weird way. I was looking at some of the replies to to their tweet. I was just about to pull them up. How bad are they? Now? So. You got Chris uh, at K one season underscore just all caps. He's playing. Uh, you've got, let's see, move the Overton window left is just got the parks and ref of please, 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 please sticks underscore TBD saying we all know he ain't playing this week. Unfortunately, there's a picture of Pikachu and a Cardinals beanie. I see that. Don't even describe what that one is. K two K R. In connection, K2 says, my brain says he won't play this Sunday, but my heart says this Sunday. Uh, there's a Roman Reigns, Devin, the Mandalorian says, I used to pray for times like this. So, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's there's certainly people that are, that are excited. I, like, it sounds like I'm being a buzzkill. I just. You're not. No, no. I just I don't, don't. It's not my. First of all, we break news on this podcast. Like we, and it's, we don't do it like often, all the time. We feel like we're pretty tapped in. Like. Mm-hmm. This this is this is not I don't like to lead people with misinformation. And I also think, again, if this team like remember once upon a time when Kyler Murray went on injured reserve or maybe didn't go on injured reserve, but they kept him on the roster in 2021 and Colt McCoy was playing and the team was seven and all that year, nine and one. It was after Kyler's injury. Right. Yeah. Remember this period? Yeah. And it. like they teased they teased it. Every week, like he was going to, he was practicing, but the team didn't tease it like, oh, it's this weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. It was truly like the most up in the air. Like I thought for certain he was going to play at Seattle. He didn't. You know, I thought he'd play against Carolina at home. He didn't. And it took forever. And he finally came back against Chicago. And a lot of people said that that was too soon. Right. But that, I watched how the team handled that. If you guys remember, like it's two years ago, it was Something truly up in the air. Uh, injury against Green Bay. Right. And so like it would it would take like we wouldn't know until like Jay Glazer would break it on Sunday morning, like countdown mm-hmm. that the Cardinals are going to hold him out another week. They could easily do that right now. But the difference is that team was going to the playoffs. That team was hot, hot and cold at the end of the year, but relevant. Right. What is what is this season about right now? It's about one thing. It's about number one playing these last eight to 10 games and they want, they want people to get excited about that. And I get that, but this, this is, I, I don't love that this is the way they're going about doing it. Let's be honest with the audience, please. It's, I don't believe this is an organization thing. Like this is not the the people that promote this team and try to get butts in seats. I, I really okay. don't, I don't think it's, it's a, well, team. I take, I take you at face value, but here, here's so. also in, in to kind of back up my point is remember how ridiculous it was. And you did have to kind of bang a bunch of media members over the head that Joshua Dobbs was the starter of this team, right? Going in the week one. We had to do that. You and I had right. to bang people. But 
I mean, we, we just thought it was ridiculous, right? That Jonathan Gannon was sitting there like a week and a half out and he maintained it all the way until beyond Friday, like Friday. Are you, are you saying that people need to be spoon fed information? Like this is, like, this wake is up? Gannon trying to just wring out any bit left of a competitive advantage. I mean, we all knew Joshua Dobbs was, was starting that football game and, and, Right, QB to the backup quarterback, but yet he would not name a starter. And everybody's like, dude, your, your blinkers on your turn signals on. We know what direction you're going. Right. And he, and he continued to, he did it. And, and Dobbs, like we didn't find out officially uh, radio air quotes, like until Sunday morning in, in Joshua Dobbs or Sunday, like when Joshua Dobbs was out on the field and, and taking all the, the rep, the, the reps with the first team. We left it open on Wednesday's show that he could have, we, we did like 80, 20, 90, 10. He wasn't playing to like jaw dropping practices could change that force the narrative, mm-hmm. right? You were practice today and then tomorrow is a little bit lighter. Obviously. Uh, do you think that that's happened or is it, or is there no way of knowing? Yeah, there's really no way of knowing. I mean, we heard from Buddha on Thursday and you know, he'd said that he looks good with the twos and he looks good with the ones. So he still is kind of rotating in and out. Um, so, you know, he's, he's getting, uh, he's getting a lot of opportunities. And I know they're trying to find work for Clayton tune for him to stay fresh and sharp. Um, if he's missing out on reps in, in no, you know, no real practice, like if he's missing out on sevens or 11s because Kyler's taking those reps now, but I, I almost feel like I want to go the other direction. Right. Like just because this is such they're just trying to tr- trying to use this as a smokescreen. I almost want to go like 90 10 now. Don't you? Yeah, you saw this today and you're like, OK, what what's the point? Because right. if they if he was actually going to play, you make him questionable all week. Right. You just say he's questionable all week. You don't have to put that de- that designation on him until tomorrow. Right. So you, you just put him limited. Right. You just put him limited. Yeah, so limited. It really just feels like they are trying to make him look like he's he's going to play. But here, here's what I'm curious about: like, can they omit the designation? Can they omit the participation? Or does the fact that he he's he's now been a full practice guy, and they don't have anything on there, does that give him a clean bill of health? Because here he's he's out there and he's running around. He doesn't have any kind of nothing on his knee. His knee is is completely barren. Like the knee he injured, like you don't even see like a neoprene, like knee sleeve on there yeah. or anything. Like one of those AI sleeves. Yeah, remember, remember when AI was balling? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I does this mean or does it go back tomorrow to what it looked like Wednesday full? I don't know. You know, I to me like like truth be told. I don't see any scenario in which he plays against Cleveland. I think they've made that they've made that decision. It rules out this week because they're not gonna they're gonna put him out there and then bring him back. Well, unless unless he, yeah, I feel this is the last home game without Kyler Murray for the rest of the year, um, which is a which is a tough sell because it's still two weeks away presumably. But it's a it's a sobering moment I think for everybody. It's like okay, we're in the we don't want to rob Josh Dobbs of his revenge game next week either. So it's an underlying kind of narrative <laughs> against Cleveland, Josh Dobbs, revenge game against <laughs> Deshaun Watson. That'd be a hell of a, 
triumph Dobbs going into Cleveland and beating the Browns before Kyler Murray came back against the Falcons. But yeah, I, it's nice to see his highlight. I mean, we've got the videos. You took them both on our YouTube page. He looks flipping fantastic. He looks like he could play a game, but the biggest thing is finding your footing mid season is very difficult thing to do live reps, bullet reps. Like I, I don't want to knock on people because I know some some people have thrown this out there, media people, other people, like rotating series with Joshua Dobbs. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't that you want to get Kyler Murray comfortable. You play, you play to get better. You play, if you're going to commit to Kyler Murray, you're not going to split reps with Joshua Dobbs or have Kyler come in for like the second quarter, like preseason style. Uh, man, this is this is not the preseason. This is a regular season. You're playing, you're playing three teams with all either leading their division right now or in the, in the postseason race in, in Baltimore, Cleveland, and Atlanta, top defenses can't be screwing around with rotating quarterbacks. Come on. Well, no. And, and then it puts, you know, Kyler Murray in a, in a really, really, really vulnerable spot. Like, yeah, Joshua Dobbs gets injured. Like it's Kyler Murray because the only way you get your emergency quarterback activated in a game is if the first two quarterbacks are injured. Right. So, if you come yeah, out, that, that's such like, a hey, here's going to be our gadget, you know, quarterback and in the red zone or, or whatever, like these, these package, it's just, they're not going to do that. that no. that's, 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 that that's off the board. That's, that's not going to happen. So, but I, it, it does. And I was saying this to you as we were getting ready to, you know, turn the mics on, you know, it, it feels like it turns it into a coin flip where I think that that's a, what they, they wanted you to believe but it, it's not like I, I think it's overwhelming remains in in the direction of, of we're going to have to wait for his debut. Um, but we're going to know a whole lot more, you know, uh, it, when, when Gannon talks at nine and uh, especially when that injury report comes out and, you know, if it's, he's got a designation that takes away them having their hand forced for it to activate him. And if I don't care what the designation is, if it says, you know, for like it's going to say probably out or doubtful or questionable even if it's as high as questionable he's not playing vegas usually a good indicator the line came out eight and a half with our friends at betmgm after today's shenanigans by the cardinals it actually went up for baltimore to nine and a half so baltimore is saying f you cardinals we're calling your bluff we know he's not playing we're increasing the spread from eight and a half to nine and a half um, you don't think they're paying attention to this. They got doctors on standby. They got moles in that organization. Yeah, it's it's it helps pass the time, right? It's like you know the days before your your cell phone and Pandora and and advertising on your phones. It's like, hey, I just I got to pass the time this week before the Cardinals are a ten point underdog at home against the Ravens. Let's talk about hey, Kyler Murray didn't have an injury designation this week, but in all actuality, it's it's it has been Atlanta. Since the moment he got activated, we it's funny. We felt good about maybe a turnaround time of Baltimore. Baltimore was kind of the, the trendy date we had heard for a little while, especially when we were told, Bo, that like they want two weeks of practice. Okay, well, that, that lines up with potentially Baltimore. But then the more we heard was, especially after the, what they did with Garrett Williams, which like that's not nothing. That's like what what we can... When you're bringing back somebody off of an ACL, Zach Ertz notwithstanding, who's now out now, coincidentally, it's like they're going to use every second that they can to to make sure that they get every rep 
every practice enabled. And so I think we, we should have known all along, like, and we did after the fact, the minute that they were going to open it up and we knew that weekend before it's like, this is, this is going to be barring a miracle. This is going to be the Atlanta game because it'll give them the full three weeks preparation. James Connors back that game. I mean, just, it just, it makes too much sense. And the fan base has been asked to endure five wins in the last two seasons. They're going to ask you to endure just two more weeks of, of a tough watch right now. Cause that's what it is. It's a tough ride. I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and tell you this hasn't been frustrating these last couple of weeks, Bo. Yeah. I, I mean, this, this organization, bunch of rascals, right? And, they are pointed out trying to seek any sort of competitive advantage. Like I am prepared as well to say I was wrong on this, but I just don't think I'm going to have to. You're not going to hedge your bet like every other media member in this no. in this in this market right now, saying he's not going to play, but he might he might right. play. You don't want to say that right now on this podcast. No, I'm just tell, I'm telling you. I'm, I will t- I will admit that I was wrong if he's if he's active on. I will because I was. That's yeah, that's, that's that's a shit sandwich you're happy to eat because it means Kyler Murray's back. Right. We've been telling people since Monday and Tuesday. Hey guys, it's probably we're, we're still two weeks out here. And then, I don't know. Again, I I saw that today, and I was like, I I don't think it means much. And we we opened our show as wet blankets yesterday, and it's just barring something unforeseen. What's, what's unforeseen? I don't know. I know that the Ravens are really effing good, and the Cardinals, their team right now is currently constructed has some serious limitations. And now you're missing Zach Ertz and James Conner. And DJ Humphreys has not been playing well. I mean, it's just you'd be putting Kyler in a position that just, hey, go go win us a football game offensively against Lamar Jackson in top five defense. Just it's asking a lot, man. I I know there there was I got tagged in something tonight. I'm I'm pulling Audible here. because uh, now it was something in relation to Kyler. Um, Kyle Odegaard had quote tweeted somebody from the Ringer. Uh, who does a good job and somebody yeah. somebody tagged me in it and you basically said this doesn't sound like here we go uh k1 is our guy stop this just draft nonsense charles mendoza which i mean yeah. you guys come at come at us i'm ready for it uh the ringer this is from steven ruiz basically saying a fact that's easy to forget in all this mess of arizona the past few seasons is that murray is still really freaking good at football murray has been overlooked a lot lately because he's missed the first half of the season and was stuck with Cliff Kingsbury's pot and can ass offense in the last years before that. Uh, but during the two seasons before Murray's injury shortened 2022 campaign, only six quarterbacks had better success rate dropbacks, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Kyle Odegaard took that as um, this doesn't look like a couple that's headed for a divorce anytime soon. Actually, that was a, a quote from Steven. Mm-hmm. And like, again, I, we're not feeding into this narrative and I, I do it more than Bo. So I'll, I'll speak on it and I'll let Bo say what he wants, but like the Cardinals wanted to work with Kyler Murray. The Cardinals are not actively trying to pivot off of Kyler Murray right now. And I think that's the most important thing to emphasize, but I think we can also say that their hand could be forced that they lose enough games guys. Like that's, that's the only point I'm saying it, again, it's a, he's a victim potentially of circumstance. And if he comes back and the team falters, and they don't win enough games, and they're in a position where they're going to have to 
look at some of these QBs, in particular two quarterbacks in this draft class. I mean, Shippo, we were watching Drake Mayhides the other day. I'm like, God, I hate admitting how impressive this guy looks, albeit in the ACC. It's like they don't want to have to do that. That's but, throw. I don't care. But what they, you. but yeah. they, what they will. This is like they um, they want they want Kyler Murray to be their guy. Right. But if but if they have a top two pick, it's we're, they're going to have those conversations. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I, I mean. The incumbent, I, in my opinion, is going to be tough to unseat. And I think that the only way it happens is if if he plays himself out of it. I, th- I think that that's the true, you know, test the rest of the season. I, I don't think it's necessarily wins and losses where they where they end up with their with with their draft. Like there's shades of gray around this. And if you think so, if, if Kyler Murray somehow and and Britton Golden brought this up too during our post game. We're not going to go too deep into it tonight. We got a pregame show today too. Um, that like he could he could still play very well. And, and this organization, like Monty Austin Fort's smart. Jonathan Gannon's really smart. Like they're not they're they're going to watch the game film and they're gonna they're gonna make a decision like, hey, is this somebody we can move forward? They're not gonna look at like oh, shit like two wins. We only had two wins and we're in a in well. A, hang on, no, I get a quarterback. <laughs> I don't, they're, they're not just going to move just because, Hey, like they'll look at, they'll look at Drake may they'll like, they'll look at Caleb Williams, who was hanging out at the sun's game in LA with Matt Ishbia, the sun's owner. I mean, but it's like, they, they want Kyler Murray to win this job. And the, the, the way that he loses his job is if he plays himself out of it, if he plays poorly enough to where they say, look, he's damaged goods. We can't, move forward and pay him at this price that the smart business move would be to, to move off in, in, in favor of a rookie scale contract. Yeah. I, I listen, I, I can't imagine Kyler Murray showing enough offensively and them not winning enough games like right. with, with, with the teams on their schedule, the bears, how inept Pittsburgh has been offensively. Even Seattle is a very beatable team. We saw it. They were primed to be beat with a competent offense last week. Yeah. Houston. I mean, like there are winnable, beatable teams with Kyler Murray on your schedule. And I get it. The team is stripped down to the studs right now. And it's asking a lot. I just, I, I don't know. It, it, I hope it's a question we don't have to ask in January. I hope it takes care of itself. And and they can move forward amicably and and in good spirits and give him the entirety of the offseason to be ready to rock and roll. But we're going to talk about all this and more. Just in unison, right? Yeah. And just you know, uh, from the front. They off, need that. They need that for sure. To to the quarterback, right? And and skip and frolic in a field together forward with a lot of draft <laughs> assets, draft capital, and, and salary cap space, and maybe even a restructure. I don't know. Um, you best. You've you've mentioned this. It's also asking a lot of this fan base to go through another offseason with uncertainty at quarterback and to potentially right. take another quarterback in the top five. That's that's asking a lot. Yeah. I, I think it's it's gonna be like this is a microcosm, like tomorrow, like Friday is kind of a microcosm of what the offseason could look like. It's like such a kind of a big yeah. decision, potentially. Yeah. It feels coin flippy that is gonna have to be made. It's gonna make you know, you're gonna know. You're gonna know what direction is gonna like. Like if they move off with Kyle Murray, they're gonna to have to do it in March. Like that's a month before the draft. Like you're gonna know exactly who they're eyeing. They're eyeing one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, 
was it Adam Cooper? He tagged us uh, in the, the PHNX Suns tweet. Ishbia sitting there with Caleb Williams. I don't understand it. Maybe, maybe Ishbia is like, hey, I'll give you some ownership in, in my organization. I don't know. You're not going to get it from the NFL. Let's talk. I, I hope he's spelling it out to Caleb Williams like Palo Alto, you know, and not Palo Alto. I think that's what U.S. It's Stanford. But right. um, California is nice. Arizona is pretty fucking nice. Isn't this place legit? I know you guys were here to, you know, they didn't beat up on ASU, but and they almost lost to uh, U of A, although I don't think that was in Tucson, but I'm rambling. I don't care about Caleb Williams right now. I don't want, <laughs> I, I want, I want Caleb Williams to have success on his own elsewhere. And I want Kyler Murray to be the quarterback of this team. I just, I've lived through the reality, albeit with an inept general manager of Josh Rosen's the guy. And then until he wasn't the guy, because they were forced because of where they were picking to take a different guy. And I get it. Rosen was a complete and utter disaster. Kyler Murray is not, but there are different circumstances with the money and the, and the injuries coming off of, but I think something we kind of underscored with his knee, not having any kind of apparatus right now. That's, that's a great sign. So, I mean, this is different. I mean, this is 2023 knee surgery. This isn't even 10 years ago, 2013. He probably would have been in a place. You know, and yeah, limited uh, as far as his mobility. Yeah, it's 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 a different day and age as far as returning from this. It's it's more and more routine, and I think people like even when we talked to David Chow, Doctor David Chow at the at Radio Row, he said like he's going to come back and be the same. Um, and he was talking about like week one, right? And but he 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 kind of maintained like he's not going to be the same guy probably for a full season. But I I, I don't. The fact that he's not out there with anything and he's just moving around and he looks just like Kyler Murray of old. I mean, we'll see. We have I haven't seen him cut that much and I haven't seen him really turn on the kick it into gear. But that's coming soon, uh, potentially two weeks from Sunday. It's not this Sunday. Is it? Maybe. I don't know. Jonathan Gannon. Tell us, in, tell us in about 12 hours from now. Uh, like this podcast, follow this podcast, leave us a, a five-star review. We're going to be giving out tickets uh, to the Ravens game here in the coming days. So check us out on social media. Uh, big Friday show, Bolt Brock preview of a game. We've talked very little because it's the game within the game. The Cardinals mind games with their fan base, mind games with Kyler Murray. We'll see. Uh, it's It's been a fun week. Uh, we are in change. <laughs> like the old conspiracy theory video yeah. uh it's yeah. cards loose change with uh ph and x cardinals but look you'll get to see one franchise quarterback play on sunday it's lamar jackson he's pretty good uh you guys are great thank you again banner week uh we're live tomorrow friday at 4 30 myself Bo brock should we go earlier should we go like four diamondbacks first pitch is what like after five o'clock maybe Let's do it. All right, let's do. We'll do four o'clock on a football Friday preview show for Bull Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. See you tomorrow. We all silly like the mayor. 